0: Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. In an earlier podcast, we were talking about summer vacations. And the importance of vacation, the importance of rest and renewal, the difference between just getting some relief and actually getting restoration. And I think most of us, driven, hammered, exhausted, busy, you know, what the matrix does to you is it just fries you. I think we simply look for relief. You know, give me a bowl of ice cream. Let me just sit in front of the TV and veg. And all that's okay, by the way. But but that's not the same as restoration. And, and where our conversation on vacation went was we began to reflect a little bit on Sabbath and why God built Sabbath into the human experience, why God actually commands it. Uh, and so we wanted to run with that a little bit, um, just as— As a reflection on week to week, uh, as a regular part of our seven days, why rest? What is the thought Sabbath even raise in you?
1: (laughs) Well, uh, guilt, pressure. uh, Yes, I know God commands it, and for good reason. In my head, I... I agree. I I need that time. Um, but I don't do it. I don't. I mean, let me be clear. I have wonderful little segments of quiet time with God every day, most days. And I love those. Yeah. And, I mean, I wish I had more of that. But when it comes to a Sabbath, i.e. more than three or four hours, I mean, it's just not a part of my life. I don't really get that. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. I mean, if you were to look at my life, it it's not there. It's not a part.
0: Yeah. I uh, noticed that I don't practice Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And I, I noticed it because I was experiencing Sundays. I mean, let's talk about the seventh day of the week. And uh-huh. on the seventh day, God rested and therefore sort of sanctified it as you got to do this, you, you guys, you got to yeah. rest. You right. know? Well, I noticed that I was not keeping the Sabbath in two ways. One was our church morning was incredibly exhausting. <laughs> I mean, it, it was anything but Sabbath. It was busy. You know, I'm angry because the family's, you know, not getting in the car on time. You're late. Yeah. And you're running. You get up and you start running. Got to get the boys dressed. No, you can't wear that. Luke, change your shirt. Blaine, you didn't have breakfast. Well, it's too late now. Let's go. And then it's run yeah. to church, run to get everybody in their classes, location, et cetera, you know, kind of thing. And then, you know, you get through that and then it's chat with people and you're kind of buzzing. Yeah. You know, there's a freneticness even to the chatting, right? Running into people in the hallway. Oh, hey, Ted, how are you? What's going on? You know, oh, Dave, hey, did you guys ever get that house you were trying to buy? You know, blah, 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 blah. It's just frantic. Then it's gather the kids back up, get in the car and then either try and go get, you know, bite eat at the taco stand or, or run back home. And I realized, whoa, 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 time out. This is supposed to be rest. Yeah. And the category that I feel like God just gave to me was, John, if you don't feel renewed by Sunday evening from however you have spent Sunday, mm-hmm. if you don't feel restored and rested, you didn't keep the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. See, that, that, that's that whole letter of the law, spirit of the law thing. Mm-hmm. The spirit of the law, which Jesus is far more concerned about than the letter of the law, the spirit of the law is, please take a day of rest. Mm-hmm. Please. I insist on it. You need this physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. And so God kind of gave me this category of evaluation where I said, okay, Sunday night— if I don't feel rested from however I spent the day, then I'm not keeping the Sabbath. Not mm-hmm. the spirit of it. I may be attending church faithfully, right? right? But I'm burned out by it. Yes,
1: Something's yeah. wrong with that picture. Yeah. John, is, I mean, how, if it really is necessary, and I guess I have to admit I'm a doubter here, Um if we really need a sabbath but like for me i I don't really intentionally practice a sabbath uh i'm not sure i see the consequences of not doing it is it i don't see it but others do i mean what what's the loss really it seems like i've gotten along pretty well without it Mm. i mean Mm. there's not what are the consequences of not doing this because It seems like most of us don't really have a Sabbath. I mean, what's that tell you about me? I mean, what?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't see the necessity other than God. I I know it's good for me. I know God commands it. And there's a part of me that would love to do that. I've gotten along pretty for quite a few years without really keeping the Sabbath or a Sabbath. But have you? Well, that's the question. Well, see,
0: here's let me come at this from a completely different angle. I know that from time to time, you take time to go be restored. Uh-huh. You'll go spend a day fishing, uh-huh. uh, you know, fly fishing on some beautiful little stream by yourself, right? right? I know you do that. Right. I know that you take periods of time to simply go journal. Mm-hmm. And I know that you take time to simply go be with God. Right. How do you feel after those times? What do those bring you?
1: My immediate response is, why don't I do this more often, It is so good.
0: Because it gives you what?
1: Ah, God, centeredness, stillness, perspective. I am um, see things clearly. I'm alive, beauty, joy, all of those things.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now... What would it be like if you had that every week?
1: Yeah, but
0: why don't I? Well, that's a different thing, but you were asking. Yeah, yeah, okay. You were asking. I'd love that well, every day. Well, what would it do? I mean, even if you had it once a week, Yeah. what would that do for Craig McConnell? What would the long-term effect of that be?
1: I see a man who goes through his week, um, stable, unshakable, with a perspective, probably hearing God's voice. I just see communion with God. I see perspective, stability, balance, life. Yeah.
0: That's what you're missing. I mean, that's the answer to the question, geez, I mean, it looks like I'm getting along without it pretty good, <laughs> right? you go, well, not really. I mean, yes, you're getting by. Yeah. But I think most of us live just by getting by. Yeah. I think most of us actually live from a survival mentality yeah. versus from an abundance mentality. Yes, I'm getting through my week. But what would life be like? If I were much more rested, much more centered, if I felt like I was walking with God more closely, I mean, what would simply regular joy, restoration, pleasure, you know, renewal, Mm -hmm. what would that do for us? And then out of there, I mean, your relationships, your work, your creativity, I mean, everything would be enriched by that.
1: Wouldn't it? Yeah. And so when I come back from that day, John, and I say, I want to do this again and again. And I do for two weeks. Right. A third week. Right. And then on the eighth week and then on the 15th. Right. Right. It's lost so quickly or stolen. Yeah. Forgotten. yep, Yep. Yeah.
0: I think for me, this is what I noticed. I noticed I wasn't keeping the Sabbath partly by just simply what our church morning looked like. It was frantic, driven. It was anything but restoring yeah. and renewing. Um, but I also noticed it by the way I spent the rest of my Sunday, working in the garage, yeah. working in the yard, you know, uh, getting ahead on some projects that I knew were coming that week. And what I began to realize about myself is that the reason I have a hard time resting is I think life is up to me. Mm. I really do. I think if I don't stay on top of everything, it's going to go down like a house of cards. Mm. And it just revealed this profound level of, um, frankly, unbelief in me. I really do think life is up to me. And therefore, if I have a free moment, I spend it trying to stay on top of life versus, no, I'm just going to hang out with God. I'm just going to read. I'm just going to take a walk. I'm just, you know, those kinds of activities rest and renewal activities, joy and restoration type things. That stuff goes by the wayside like that for me. Mm -hmm. It's not natural for me because what is natural is push, drive, stay on top of things. See what I'm saying? The reason that we don't keep the Sabbath has nothing to do with the law or with our church convictions. It has to do with very deep patterns and beliefs Mm -hmm. in us about what we think is up to us and what we really think God's going to do. And frankly, (laughs) we love the distraction of busyness. We love it. It keeps us distracted, makes us feel purposeful. You know, all that busyness is this enormous substitute for confidence Mm -hmm. that God's going to come through, (sighs) you know. That's, for me, that's, that was the big revelation. Mm-hmm. And so for me to literally observe a Sabbath, like I'm not going to work on Sunday. Now, not legalistically, mm-hmm. not you can't take 20 steps mm-hmm. from your home and, you know, uh-huh. all that crazy stuff. But just, John, don't take on big projects on Sunday. That's mm-hmm. not the day to paint the house. <laughs> that's not the day to clean the garage. That's not the day to do work you brought home from the office. Mm-hmm. You know, to do that for me was this enormous act of repentance to say, God, forgive me for my drivenness. It's just totally rooted in unbelief. What are you doing with that? As I'm saying that, what are you doing with that? Well, I'm
1: just reflecting on, uh, yeah, I fill my life with busyness, not necessarily productivity. Yeah. But the distraction, the lure of distraction. Yeah. I'm just uh, you know what? I it's my cover that keeps me from going to God. I've got a lot of stuff to do this weekend, and today's the day to do it. yeah, and there there's something I don't think it's my true heart, but there's I find excuses and things that keep me from the very thing i I, I really know truly I want, because as we're talking about it, I'm going, yeah, I want this. I really want this, but I fill my life with stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: and mean, when I catch myself cleaning out the junk drawer on the kitchen, on a, uh, I just go, no, why am I spending time? To? It really doesn't need to be reorganized because right. it's going to be a mess in two weeks anyway. Right. But a good good two hours ought to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lord Jesus,
0: deliver us from all that keeps us from rest, from a genuine Sabbath. Oh, Lord, bring us to a rhythm of life that you intended us to live. Help us recover a genuine Sabbath. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you loved it. We love getting your feedback as well. If you're enjoying these podcasts and would like to leave us a comment, please visit the iTunes store and do so. And by the way, all of our audio resources are now available for purchase through the iTunes store. You can find our resources and our other podcasts by searching for either Ransomed Heart or John Eldridge on the iTunes store. And to find out more about Ransomed Heart, our podcast, our events, and all of the things that we're offering and doing, come to our website at www.ransomedheart.com.